0: And verse 20, let me read here. And said, O sirs, we came indeed down at the first to buy food. And it came to pass when we came to the inn, that we opened our sacks, and behold, every man's money was in the mouth of his sack, our money in full weight, and we have brought it again in our hands. And other money have we brought down in our hands to buy food. We cannot tell who put our money back in our sacks. And he said, Peace be unto you, fear not, your God and the God of your fathers have given you treasure in your sack. I had your money, and he brought Simeon out unto them. And he brought Simeon out onto them. You should read the rest of the story. It is a tremendous story to read about Joseph and his father and brethren. Lord Jesus, this morning we are in your house. One more moment to worship God. We need your divine counsel. We need your spirit to speak to us, God. Whatever the Holy Ghost has in store for us. Let it come forward, Jesus, with power. Let it come with anointing, God. We need to hear from you. We need you in this house. God, we ask you, Lord, to speak to us. Speak to every person's heart. Not just our ears, but our heart. I want to leave different than I came. I want the anointing to break the yoke. I want you also to touch Caleb who is sick. And heal him with your spirit. Raise him up right now. Let him know that you're a healer. In all situation, I give her the praise in Jesus' name. Shake somebody's hand and I'm in church. <coughs> See, I'm in church. I'm in church. What a place to be. I'm in church. Very seated. Jacob is living in the land of Canaan. God, not Jacob, but God sent a tremendous famine. I'm not sure if you know who control the economy. Man does not control the economy. God does. The seasons of the year is not controlled by technology or science. God control it. I don't care how much emission you give off. You will never alter the seasons. They will always be those seasons that God ordained. So it doesn't matter what we do, whether with oil or oil or fossil fuel the seasons are guaranteed spring will come summer will arrive autumn will come winter will come it doesn't matter what kind of technology we have the weather is not man made he has nothing to do with it except respond to it he can alter it he can change it he can demand rain he can stop rain He can't turn night into day or day into night. There's absolutely nothing he can do about snowfall except sand this driveway and sand the street or or put salt in it. There is absolutely nothing. Don't let scientists deceive you. They know absolutely nothing about their own marriage, much more the universe. I don't think you heard me. They can't even fix their own personal problems. They're in mind the problem of the world. They don't have an answer. They're just talking. You know, this week I was hearing on the radio how CBC and and CNN on the radio was talking about death and dying, and they all have to agree, we are all going to die. Everyone them said that. We're all going to die. I don't care how smart the genetics guy is or the the makeover guy is or the buck... The biology guys and the zoologist guys or what called anthropologists, they cannot change what God said. In the day that we sin we shall die. And man shall die. Praise God. The only person that might bypass death are those who are alive and remain for the rapture. Enoch and Elijah. The rest are going to die. I'm going to die. You're going to die. We're all going to die. doesn't matter when or how. We're all going to die. That's a fact. And that same God who said that is in control of the economy. He's in control of the world. The Heavens rule. Paris doesn't rule. New York doesn't rule. Ottawa doesn't rule. The Kremlin doesn't rule. Amen. Hallelujah. Shanghai doesn't rule the Muslim don't rule the Pope don't rule Billy Graham don't rule you don't rule nobody rules God rules God is in charge learn that quick and you know who to bow to but here in Canaan's land here is Jacob living there have 12 sons 10 of them are bad boys One is too young to be bad, and the one next in line (laughs) to make up twelve. In fact, the eleventh son, which is uh, Joseph, he was the good boy, Rachel's son, and he would take no, you know, report back to Daddy what these boys are doing, so they don't like him. (laughs) You know, the tattler of the family. Every family got a tattler who tells Mommy and Daddy what's going on. And the rest are doing bad stuff. And so daddy loves him, not because he's a toddler, but because he was a son of his old age. And the father began to show favoritism to him. Well, the other ten noticed that daddy loves him, looked like, more than the rest of us. And we don't approve of that one bit. And we're going to put an end to the situation. Well, it's not the lad's fault that daddy put his love on him the way he did and dressed him the way he could but he put this nice, beautiful colorful coating on him he just stands out among the rest and you know, if you are in a family of six or four you know, you get the hand-me-down clothing and you don't like that the first one got all the blessing the second one got the leftovers and the third one got ignored <laughs> and the rest, you know, they're just accidents on the way amen, but the first one have all the fun and the, and the hilarity and the spoiling and the blessings and the rest are just happened by the wayside Amen and so they're upset and you know the wicked plot they had the plot they had is to sell their brother in fact first they wanted to kill him you can you imagine that's how bad hatred can be they want to kill him because they didn't love him more and then uh, the Bible says he made a mistake he started dreaming stuff He started dreaming beautiful dreams. And then he started telling his father, and that's bad, but he told his brother and his sister also, and they got mad. And they hated him more, because every dream he had showed him standing on their bowing. Showed him in a state of prominence, or the preeminence, and they are sub to him. And they interpret the dream, meaning, you think... We are going to bow to you. You think you're going to reign over us? It's never going to happen. Perish the thought. It will never happen. So Joseph is naive. He doesn't argue with them. I mean, I'm not responsible for those dreams. His father slapped him a few times. He said, boy, don't you dream that anymore because your mommy and daddy is not going to bow to you at any time. Well, how do you blame me for my dream? I went to bed, I had a good piece of, uh, you know, pizza, (laughs) amen, and I slept good, and then the dream came. Why are you going to fight me with my dream? It's just a dream, right? Don't beat me up over it. I I didn't call for the dream. I didn't ask for the dream. I'm just telling you what I saw in my dream. Well, the dad, being naive, don't realize the sons hate this other boy, said, now, your brothers are out there taking care of the farm. I mean, uh, the, her- the herds uh, of the flock. Go see what they're doing. Mistake. I set up for a kidnap in a situation that's not going to be nice. When they show him, they said, look, behold the dreamer. That's mockery. Let us kill him. And let's see what will become. ...of his dreams. So they grabbed him. I can't imagine how frightened he is. And they tied him. And they're going to slay him. And someone said... ...which is Reuben... ...saw a pit and said, oh don't kill him. Put him in that pit. He planned to rescue him. But little did he know... ...they got another plan. He left the scenery... ...let the boy in the pit. When he came back, the boy's not there. Nine of them decided to sell them to an Ishmaelite. Now I want to tell you, friend, you can't keep a good man down. I don't care how deep the pit is, you can't keep him down. God can bring you up out of that pit. Your dream may not happen immediately. And the road to your vision may not be smooth. But you don't want to let anybody kill that dream. Or anybody, kill your vision. Amen. And you shouldn't keep it to yourself. You know, I, I belong to the Apostolic Ministerial Alliance. And, and most pastors don't like when you tell about the success of your church. I don't mind telling you that. It's true. They got the mad. You got the big head. You're bragging. You're boasting. Well, guess what? They forgot to tell me that because I, I brag on Jesus. I don't care whether you like it or not. I'm going to tell you what good thing the Lord has been doing in my life. I have a right to testify. I have a right to glorify God. I have a right to lift up Jesus. If it intimidates you, then be thou intimidated. But let God be thou glorified. You have no right to keep it secret that God is blessing your socks off. God heal you, blab it promote you, tell it. God gave you a job, tell everybody. Praise God. God promote you, put it in the house stop. You know why? Because when you're down the valley, everybody knows. We want to know how you got it in the house stop. God put you up there. Too bad too many people killed the evidence and kill what happened. Well, Joseph don't realize that every time they move him from A to B to C, he's moving in the direction of his promise. I know, I know no doubt, people in this building here, God got you all set up for a future that you don't have no idea what God's going to do with your life, and everything you're involved, you may see like an accident or, or or a duress or a stress, but you have no idea what God's plan in His mind. And so, Joe, they don't understand, why would my brothers hate me? Why will they sell me? Why do they want me dead? Well, Joseph, it's your dream. It's your vision. It bothers them. They don't have any dreams. They got no visions. They got no colorful uh, attire to, where they stand up. They're just mediocrity. They're just ordinary Joe. But you stand out. You got dreams. You got vision. You got initiative you got something going for you. It looked like God got his hand on you. Yes, it looked like God about to reveal some prominence in your life. And the devil can sense it. Amen. So they, they sold him. And I'm sure he cried. Free born but sold a slave. Now he's gone to slavery. And you think it would stop there. Ishmael I don't want to keep him either. They sold him to an Egyptian. But church, the steps and the movement of a good man are always ordered by the Lord. You may not like the men you got ordered from, but it's tasty. It may be bitter in the belly but sweet in the mouth, but it's still tasty. They're ordered by the Lord. Amen. And no matter what's happening to you, they might intend evil. But God has good in it that you don't see. God planned to work things out that you don't have anything to do with. But you just can't keep a good man and a good woman down. When God is in it, you can reach the summit. No matter how deep you go down, you're going to rise again. <laughs> no matter how whipped you've been you're going to fly again and the title of my message is the generosity of God Uh, somebody got a revelation ready the generosity of God I may be preaching about myself I don't even know it I may be talking about you you don't even know it but whatever we're talking about is the word of God they stormed to Egypt It looked unreasonable that I should be sold. It looked unreasonable I should be betrayed. It looked unreasonable I should be in the pits. And now I'm going to be sold to another person again twice. My friend, you got some value. Somebody wants to buy you. Because if you weren't valuable, they wouldn't buy you. So they bought something valuable. And every time he moved, I hear the word Emmanuel linked with it. God is with him. He may be silent, but not far off. God is nigh them that call upon him. Amen. Amen. And I notice in all this situation, God is silent. Even when the boys lied to their father, God didn't say, Jacob, that's a lie, that's a lie, that's a lie. God kept silent. Sometimes you wish God would speak up. I told my like this morning, God is eavesdropping on our conversation. I said, God is eavesdropping on our conversation. Because as I think it, he's, he's doing it. Before I even thought of it, it's happening. And I'm saying, why, God, God, is, he's dropping on me. Somebody dropped in on me, divine interruption here. And so they sold him, and everywhere he went, people saw that God was with him. The thirty-nine chapter says, in verse 2 to 5, that he prospered. And wherever he was, people noticed, God is with him. Doesn't matter who's against you. God is for you. And then verse 20, 23, it says God made him to prosper. Everything he did, everything he touched, God make it flourish. God make it blossom. And people are noticing. Let me tell you, flies know where honey is. And they'll be attracted to it. Flies will always keep away from vinegar. Praise God. And when you are productive, you get the attention of a whole lot. Success has many fathers. Failures are the orphan. Nobody want to claim it. Can anybody hear me? And Joseph, in spite of being slave, like so, like a slave, yet he's a prisoner, and yet in his dream he's a prince. Now that's conflicting. My life is one of misery and yet my dream said I'm a prince hallelujah, hallelujah it looked like some penury they're selling me and yet God said you're going to be prosperous it seems so hard to believe I'm trying to tell you I learned this morning God is the Lord of the famines He's the Lord of the harvest He's the Lord of the season He's the Lord of the valley He's the Lord of the mountaintop He's Lord of the hillside And he's Lord of the back side and the front side. I don't care which side you've got. As God's in charge of you, my friend. You're going to experience the, the generosity of your God. Somebody in this building is about to receive the generosity of God. I'm talking about the generosity of God. And they sold them. This church needs to learn. Don't accept what the world's telling us. That your husband is hopeless. That your wife is the right of cause. Your husband or your wife may look like dry bones in the valley. So dry and so disconnected, unconnected. But the dry bone is saying, don't give up on me. I'm just waiting for a man of God to come and prophesy and say, hear ye dry bone, hear the word of the Lord. I'm telling you, I may be dried up, but I'm not hopeless. I may be in a valley, but I'm not dead. (laughs) All I'm waiting for is a man of God who's come by my road and prophesied to me as the word of God said it. I'm trying to tell somebody, don't give up on your dried up situation it might look like scatter bones uh, and the bones are disconnected uh, but you're wrong you don't know like i know what god is thinking about you Uh, your god is generous Uh, he's not a vindictive god Uh, he's a generous god Uh, your god is a merciful god he's not in the revenge business Uh, he's in the blessing binge business Uh, i'm trying to tell somebody that God is generous. God is merciful. God is kind. Amen. amen. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah! Hallelujah! Hey! Yes. Hallelujah. hallelujah! Don't give up on those disconnected dry bones. of yes. these days, a preacher gonna walk up and, and say, "Hey, dry bone, yes. live!" Yes. <laughs> Children look like. His situation was dried up. His dream is forgotten. You realize Joseph stopped having dreams? I realize that. He stopped having dreams. Don't let your burden become your bitterness. You that want to do things for God in the church, and it's not turning out that way, don't get bitter. I will give you a chance. To show you can do better, oh hallelujah! I said somebody to shout hallelujah, so you shout hallelujah, amen. It may happen the first time, but the next time it will be different. Just to wait and see, because the generosity of God. Is in this building? You don't think God brought us together for a moment like this? Uh, in a moment like this, uh, I got a love song. I got a love song to sing. Uh, amen. I don't come to talk about a revengeful God. Uh, I come about a beneficial God that can benefit anybody. A uh, dry bone church. Uh, amen. Or a guy in a pit or, or a guy in a prison. God said, "I can." Make it live, yeah. oh, hallelujah. hallelujah! So they sold Joseph, and the, you know people realize that. If, you know, some people are some people are conceited. They they got to confess. You're blessed. I can tell by the way you walk, you got soul. I can tell by the way you dress, you got soul. I can tell by the way you look, something's happening for you. Hallelujah! What's happening for you? Well, come and see. All like that what folks said, "Come and see." Come and see. I'm not going to argue with you. Let's come and see. Well, the Bible says in verse 23, God made it prosper, whatever it did. The word made means God turned things around. Verse 21, 39 chapter. God is with him. Verse 23, God made it prosper. What you have in your heart, what you're dreaming will come to pass. It's in the favor of God. God is generous. He will work with dreamers. I told you this morning, God will work with people who take initiative. God said, said, David, did I ask you to do what you're doing? Did I told you to do that? Don't you see everybody was willing to let me stay in an old tent? But you got this weird idea. I don't think God should be in a tent. Uh, I think God should be in a palace. Uh, and so he stepped right out uh, and stepped right in and started to accumulate stuff for God. Uh, even silver and gold uh, and get the whole world involved. says, said, Solomon, we're going to build a temple. For who? For God. What for? The ark don't belong out there. It belongs somewhere better than my house. Uh, and God said, David, 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 you for that no God but so I saw what you're doing and I like what you're doing and I'm going to show you I'm more generous than you are I'm going to make you king forever hallelujah and so he he sold again but you then realize there's no way you can get your dreams fulfilled except the road you travel the road least travel is the road that leads success. The path least taken is the path you need to know. The trodden path is for the dropouts and the average and the below average. But there's a beaten path that nobody has taken. Amen. Only the adventurer, the curious, the brave, and the strong, and the gallant. And you realize that, Joseph, you will never get fair's attention any other way and God have told Abraham many years ago your people are going to spend 400 years into a land that's not theirs Joseph don't even know that he's a part of that prophecy God prophesied a long time ago that your day is coming long before you're born God prophesied about you God set it up hallelujah and Abraham is dead, but the dream is still alive. And then God took the dream from Abraham and dropped it in the heart of Joseph. Hallelujah! There are people in the church; they're going to carry out the will of God. They can't explain why they're doing what they're doing, but it's the mind of God getting in their mind. When your mind and God mind, and you have the mind of Christ, we have the mind of Christ to do the things of Christ. And you can't help but say, like Paul, I'm not disobedient to the heaven, the vision that God gave me for the top church. Uh, that God gave me to do what I'm doing. I'm not doing it because I'm a brat. I'm doing it because God put it in my mind. I got the mind to go. Amen, amen. Hallelujah. And here he is. Don't realize Abraham. Prophecy cannot come to pass except you become it. God chose. Of oh, the 12 boys, that Joseph should be the one. Think about it. He was next to last in the lineup. But the Bible know also that when he got in prison, the prison is next door to Pharaoh's house. You're getting closer. You keep on moving like you're moving, you're moving in the direction fulfillment. Aha! It don't happen suddenly. I mean this right now we expected. But suddenly the shell is broken and the chicken walk out. Or oh, that egg that was hid for all those days. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. You know, God's like God's like a mother in. She sits in her egg for a long time and you can't see what's going on. The egg is hidden. Hallelujah. And she won't leave the egg. But when she come off it, friend a chicken is going to walk out of there. I'm going to tell you, my friend, when prophecies start being fulfilled, people are going to start walk out into the benefits and the abundance of God's goodness. How I want to tell you, church? God is generous. He knows what he's doing. He doesn't want to tell Joseph because he doesn't want Joseph to falsify the dream and falsify the mission. Amen. And Joseph get opportunity. I tell you, the devil is smart. Here's God going to give Joseph a wife down the road, and Potiphar's wife stepped in to mess up the plan. Satan always have a plan to mess up God's plan. Hello, amen. hello, and amen. But he said, "No, I can't do this thing," and sin against God. He said, "Look, I realize I'm in control of my father's of your husband's house. Your husband trusts me so much that nothing in this house he knows what he owns." I have the, the bill of sale for everything he's got. He doesn't know what he owns. And so the Bible says he wouldn't do it. And remember She pressured him. He says, no. And she lies. She grabbed his coat to force him, and he backed off and ran. Now Potiphar, Potiphar must have known that his wife is lying. Hallelujah. Amen. Because he could have had Joseph killed. But he didn't kill him. Because the record shows it doesn't sound like Joseph. Doesn't look like Joseph. Doesn't smell like Joseph. My God, this caliber will not do those things. I don't believe it. Amen. And so, but put him in jail anyhow because my wife is mad. Locked him up. And what did God do? God put him right beside two dreamers. My friend... Don't hang around dead heads. Hang around people with dream like you. Praise God. When dreamers come together, vision become materialized. When vision becomes materialized, provision is made available for the mission that the vision has. I want to tell you, church, uh, we are partners in vision and partners in dreams and partners in mission. When you've got a dream, dream it more. Let God double it! And the Bible says they told the dreams and when they were done Joseph said, hey, something's wrong with you guys. Uh, Joseph is kind of sick. Joseph, you're a prisoner. You might be the head on you, but you're a prisoner. And so are we. Why should we be happy where we are? Happiness is not geographic. Happiness is not based on situation." Happy is the people whose God is the. Happy is the people whose God is the, whose God is the... Doesn't matter what you're going through, you can be happy. You have no business to be in it otherwise. Nothing external can affect you. Happiness cannot be external. Happiness is an inside job. Joy unspeakable. God just at the world is falling down around you. I don't care if the sky is falling. I don't care if your family walks out on you. I don't care who walks out on you. You can still be happy. For happy is the people whose God is the Lord. It's God that makes me happy. It's not my brother or my sister or my mother or my father or my uncle or my wife or my husband. No! It's God that makes me happy. Rejoice, I say, in the Lord. And again I say, rejoice! 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 Joseph never let those ten boys mess him up. He said, "I fear God." I mean, i afraid of God. I mean, I respect God. And he said, "Why, why are you so? Why are you so sad? Come on, boy. Make the best of what you have." Amen. Hallelujah. I said, "Well, I had a dream." But well, what's your dream? Tell me a dream. That's what well, we've got to interpret it. Well tell me, he says, God will give the interpretation. Have you asked God lately, what's your future? How many of you have asked God, God, what is my future? Am I heading in the right direction? Or am I just going in the direction of my most miserable dominant thought? Huh? Hello? people that are emotionally driven will make bad decisions. People who are led by the Spirit to them gave me power. It's the anointing that break yoke. Not ignorance. Not violence. Not cursing and swearing. It don't work. It costs a man called Moses entrance requirement. He got mad and swore at Israel and lost out. Hello. You know, who can get you so mad that you can lose out? My friend Joseph says, Not me. I still have my dream. I'm not talking about it, but I got it in my head. And the Bible said, He interpreted the dream accurately. Church, when it's of God, God will bring it to pass. I don't care how difficult the situation is. You know, like God told me, man, Brother Neil, you tell my church, The economy is not in the hands of those guys out there. I am the economist. He said, I determine when famine come, and I determine when blessing come. I, I'm the one that makes the seed grow, and I stop it from growing. I'm the fruit giver, and the one that cuts things down. Somebody to know, my friend, promotion. Don't come from the east, or from the west, or from the north, or from the south. It comes from God. Blessed is the man who God promotes. Uh, Blesses the woman that God elevates. Blesses the person who God liberally pours things on. Praise God! We still can inherit trees we didn't plant, in houses we didn't build. Yeah, we couldn't afford. Because God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Can anybody hear me? Can anybody believe what I'm talking about? I'm talking about a generous God. I'm not talking about a revengeful God. I'm talking about a merciful God that said the bones may be dried up but God can bring it together. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Now, Joseph told the dreams and they were com- to pass. Let me tell you, God has somebody who knows somebody that can bless you. You ever heard me? God knows somebody who knows somebody who can bless you, and God has people in the right position that when a need comes up for you to speak your name with high appraisal and get you recommended, Hallelujah! It was Daniel alone that dealt with the king, but Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego lived off the fringe benefits. I'm trying to tell you, friend they've been realized as long as jacob is around here the house is blessed i'm going to tell you right now you ungodly husbands and wives amen in the world as long as the child of god lives for god the house will be blessed because one sanctify the other the word sanctify means set apart for special treatment even though you're not saved you're being blessed because somebody sanctified you Ah oh, come on somebody is causing you to prosper even when you're not worthy of it because they make you prosper. You're in the company of a blessed people, and so we can't help but bless you and the stranger that comes among you with the same blessing. And... Oh, come on now, somebody. I'm trying to tell somebody you can't touch my shout. My shout comes from the Lord. I'm not circumstance driven. Amen. Yeah, I'm God driven. Hallelujah. I've got a right to praise the Lord. I've got a right to sing and rejoice. Uh, ain't nobody got a right to content of God who's got the right to sing. Yeah. Praise God. God knows how to get you in the right place. I find myself in places I got called upon, they didn't know me. But God put somebody who knows me in that place to mention my name. And so I got in. Left to me alone, I'll never get in. But God knew somebody who knew what I need to know and I didn't know. And they mentioned my name. Hallelujah. And so now here's Pharaoh. Let me tell you, it was God who gave Pharaoh the dream. And God made sure nobody can fix it but whom I have chosen, God says. God knows how to set you up for blessings. He knows how to set you up for elevation. He knows how to set you up for promotion. He knows how to set you up to be the indispensable person. He knows how to fix you. And nobody could tell what it meant because God put a cap on it. And said this is reserved for Joseph. Because by this I'm going to promote him. Yeah. By this I'm going to elevate him. I think God knows how to elevate you. I may not know trigonometry. <laughs> I may not know zoology. And biology. And anthropology. But I know Jesus Christ. Uh, who don't need an apologetic to help me out my friend. When your voice priest God, He'll bring my very enemy to elevate me. Amen. You ask a man called Haman. Uh, and ask him what happened. To a guy called Mordecai at his gate. Uh, he caused him to ride upon the king's horses. Yes, amen. He may have decreed. Think it was for himself, but he was built for a child of God. And the gospel he built for a child of God became his. <laughs> and the promotion he planned for himself became the child of God's. God can turn around. Hallelujah. My beloved, don't you ever move too far from your edge. Don't move too far from your covering. Stay around the blessing circle. Ah, come on now. Come on now, hallelujah. Blessed is the man who walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Not sin to see the what's scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, day and night, and whatsoever he doeth. God said, Whatever you're doing, whether it be your car, I want your car break down. If it's your shoe, I'll make your shoe flat. You buy a donkey, it will kick all right. Come on, send behind here. You buy a steak my friend. You'll be tenderized. Hallelujah. I don't care what you want. God said, I'll make it work for you. Do I have a witness? Do I have a shout? Do I have a amen? Can't tell us that I know what you're talking about. Been there. Done that. Know that. Felt that. See that. Talk about that. God is an awesome God. He's a generous God. He's in the top church right now. He's right here right now. Somebody need to be a witness. Could it be you're only one step away? The next step you made, you might be in the promised land. I like this term. We don't quote it right. We say, your eyes have not seen. You have not heard. We, say, we reveal to us. Mm. Hallelujah. I don't see a crown of thorn for anybody. I see a crown of glory. person beside you, I may be a dried up bone in the valley. But I'm not hopeless. I wait for a man of God like Pastor Nico and prophesy of me. And give me a word from the Lord. And so live the life you want to live. There is an abundance of grace in this place, not disgrace. There's life in this house, not death. There's a divine supply. Another drought. There's power, wonder-working and power in and the blood of the Lamb. Can Hallelujah! There's power in the name of Jesus. There's power; His kingdom is. There's power; His name is. There's power in the word of God. Hey, come on! All you need is a man of God to come and prophesy to you, and prophesy to the wind. as the wind speak to us? So God said, "Now, Joseph." They're going to need you. I'll make sure you need you. I'm different You may look like you're not needed right now, but God knows to make things happen so you're needed. You are not just a happenstance. You're divinely positioned. Huh. For mortal elevation. Tell the person you ain't seen nothing yet. He's still working on my plan. He's still working on my plan. Come on, church. I want to tell you, Folks. I don't care what happened to McMurray. It will not affect this church. I don't care if the oil oil price go up or go down or go sideways. It's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. I will supply all your needs. Not according to all saints. But according to my riches and glory. It's my riches and story. Come on, somebody. You're going to put money in your bag and treasure in your heart. I'm trying to tell somebody there's a God that put your money back in your bag uh, and put treasure in your heart. Uh, We are not controlled by the economy. We're controlled by a kingdom that's not of this world. Can anybody hear me? God put a difference between us and Maryites. Uh, God put a difference between this church uh, and denominational churches. uh, God put a difference in the heart of the church than the heart of the people in the world? Amen. Let not their fear be our fear. Amen. Oh gosh, And sometimes people who should remember you forgot you. But as long as the omniscient don't forget you. I don't care if my husband forget me and my mom forgot me and my dad forget me and my kids forget me. Then the Lord shall pick me up. I'm a pick up and carry. Come on, somebody. You're going to take me to the checkout stand. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You have on the wall, who opened the gate to let me out? Sister, you know what you're saying? Who opened the gate to let me out? I that like statement. Joseph will wonder, who opened the gate to let me out? Joseph will settle in his heart to stay in that prison for life. But God said, no, your time is up. Whatever it takes for God to bring you out, your time will be up. Amen. 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 Generous God. Hallelujah. Who's ready to meet people in need. So the boy down there, he can answer the questions. The end time, people ask asking what meaning of this. We have the answer. A man gives me room for him. I believe when the world needs me, they open a door for me. Yes. Yeah? When well, they want to hear the truth, they open the door for us. Because we have the answer. To us is given to know the mysteries of God. To us is given the secrets of God. We're not making it up. It's the fact of life. It's not what I just believe. It's the fact of God's word. And the Bible says, He says, Get him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You see, God knows why He's moving in the direction. Hallelujah, folks! Every time you see me do this, please forgive me. I'm not sick. It's my spirit trying to leave my body, and, and the body's holding it back. For where He is, there, I want to be also. I want to take off. I think I've got wings. Hallelujah. But God put me down here to bless me that the heathen may see and become jealous of me Mm. he's the lord of the famine there's famine in the land and Abraham forgot who was the boss went down to Gerar what did he do? went down to Gerar I mean not to Egypt almost lost his family hallelujah when hard time come it's time to go to the heart God God said go back to where you left off because I am the God of the famine now Isaac is in a famine also okay church there's a famine coming in the oil industry but you won't be affected we bought this building here Huh? four times less than it cost the first time we asked for it we built one across the road amen way below our two times below what it was cost to build and every time it happened was in a downturn downturn for them means upturn for us when they're crying we're laughing our away to the bank come on somebody because god want to put money in your pocket in your socket in your jacket in your purse wherever you got a hole put a hole there kushaka mahaya don't tell me god won't do it now i'm going to prove it to you right now there is famine in the land god told isaac you don't have to move just move god Move upon God. Amen. And God will move in your direction. And that year he had a hundred fold from a parched ground. You know the church? this guys. I serve a God who can do this. Put a fleece down. Let me show you how God can work. I can bless that an chip and not bless the rest around it. I can bless the round it and not bless the chip. Now, church, which one are you? The handkerchief or around it? I'm going to tell you which one I am. I am the handkerchief. He blesses me. And the world around me is still starving. Because my God said, I've never seen the righteous forsaken or his seed begging bread. It won't happen in 2.15. It never happened before. It will happen now. He's the same yesterday. Today and forever. I'm trying to tell God. He says, He's the bread of life. Come by milk and wine without price at God. Somebody need to give you a witness. Hallelujah. Woo! Glory. Lord Jesus. Let's have a time, God. <laughs> Tell them what's going to happen. The Bible says God sent the famine, God sent the plenty. I think Mary had her seven years of plenty. And now she's moving in the direction of the apocalyptic horses. She's moving in the direction of the white horse of the apocalypse. The bowls are drawn, but there's no error there's no war yet. Following him, look, my friend, is a red horse. Death is taking over. And behind him is the horse of famine. I'm going to drive. I said, God, how can they have famine in Murray and around around Canada? He said, the supermarket shelters will be bare, empty, empty. Then what about God's people? They're going to have plenty. 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 I'm going to prophesy. People are going to walk away and leave their mortgages. Church, you got no house right now? You're going to walk into mortgage houses that are worth a million? You get it for $50. Nobody wants it. 50 bucks. You say, I don't believe it. That's your problem. I don't care what you believe. I am not think going to be it. Hang on, hang on. All that ten percent you used to give to God, it was your reserve. Take care of time like these. I will rebuke the devourer called inflation. Come on now, Fallen economy. And the king said, "Well, I had a dream, and my guys can't tell me what's wrong. They don't know what's going on. Can you help me?" He said, "No, I can't, but God can." What's going to happen now? You said, look, God says, seven years of plenty is coming, but after that comes seven years of nothingness. And your nothingness will let you forget your plentifulness. You're going to be hurt. And by the way, God didn't tell me this, but I'm going to tell you what he should do. Pharaoh, you better get some smart guys around here in position. In the good times, throughout the end does plan for the future plan for the future mm. it take one laid off that job and you can lose every investment you have you can't meet nothing the bank asks you for and in three months you lose everything plus your job three months and everything you're gone your house your job your confidence your arrogance and everything Clean up. The years of plenty is gone. All of a sudden, you turn to a beggar, begging for shelter, begging for food. You say, It will ever happen? The Bible says it will. A wage will only be sufficient to buy a piece of bread, a wheat. But the people that know they're not will be strong and will work exploit. (laughs) Hallelujah. In the Bible, know that Joseph says, find that man quick and put him in charge. If you don't, you're going to have problems. Pharaoh is not that dumb. He knows now my worldly friend can help me. I need a godly man. And them that are wise had oil in their lamps you know he can we find anybody like this guy this guy have it all this man of God knows what he's talking about let's put him over the whole thing hallelujah I want everybody just living high on the oil you know during the plenty they don't know what's going to happen but Joseph know and Joe was planning for what the emptiness coming and the king said, Joseph, you are going to be next to me. God knows how to promote your church. Let me tell you, in this church there are managers and mandresses. In fact, directors. We've got people in qualified to to become mayors overnight like that. If you did run, you'd be, you'd be electric like that without even trying. Amen. High positions. Because God strategically places people where they can be a Best value to his kingdom. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, look where they were in governments, giving decisions, living for God. Hello? And God put Joseph right where he could speak to Pharaoh. Because really, the real truth is (coughs) it's not just Joseph he wants to bless, it's the nation of Israel. But an Hebrew to an Egyptian is an abomination. Church number 10, this church right now, in the eyes of people in Mary, is like we're a bunch of lepers. But when the famine hits, and they start eating their babies, and the cows dung and the dove dung, and they look at you, and you're not losing weight, you're putting on weight. And you're not, the bank ain't foreclosing on you. mmm. And you're still maintaining your job while they're being laid off and fired off. Hello? You know where God said to them, Go serve the God you served before. And we'll serve our God. Then all of a sudden, the owner says, Ooh, What's going on here? The lepers got food. You say, I don't believe that. Read your Bible. When the famine hit, in Samaria, everybody don't talk to a A leper. But when the leper said, "Hey, we got bread, we got water, and we got chicken, looking good stuff around here," they didn't give us pork or lamb. They ran for it. It's coming a day, church. When the world gonna eat out of your hand? Ooh, Lord of mercy, and Jesus said. I'm gonna let the world come and bow at your feet, that they may know that I love you. Don't forget that the brother says we ain't gonna bow to you guys. We will not bow. Make a long story short: the whole world is in famine, the whole world's in trouble, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, those racist, those socialists, those political-minded people. Run towards Egypt, including Canaan's land, including Jacob. We need bread. I'll tell you, church. When you're hungry, your political ideas go out the door. Is food or nothing? And they cried to Pharaoh, and Pharaoh said, "I don't have the answer. Go see Joseph." Church, let me take on your job. Get ready. Some people are gonna come and ask you, "What mean it this?" on your job get ready within the next two weeks some folks when you hear the company start crashing and their mortgage is in trouble and the bread is going out and they see the sky and the moon start acting weird they're going to ask you what does it mean what does it mean church get ready to give a, a answer concerning their hope that's in you don't sorrow sorrows others who have no hope we got hope and it's not in the pope I don't think you heard me Our hope is not in the Pope, it's in the book of life. They said, Joseph, we need bread, and guess who came? Those ten brats. Those ten brats. I remember a preacher preaching one time, used to beat his wife, cheat on his wife, there are so much problems. And now he's preaching to us. Hello. Another one, he washes his wife's feet. Amen. When he saw how God had mercy on him and saved his soul. They're telling us a story. I don't know anything about their lives. They're telling the story. Church, when those brethren came, they were dying for food. Joseph should have been in Canaan's land. Huh? But they wouldn't have him to reign over them. Say to God, don't you kill tons God put in the church. They might be brought here for our survival. They might be brought here to do things you cannot do. You don't have the know-how or the gusto to do it. Step back and let them function because God sent them here for a purpose to fulfill that you don't have it you don't know how it's not combination it just don't cross your mind it's just not inside of you you don't have it you can't do it and God sent them strategically for survival of his kingdom hallelujah don't you mess with them don't tell people how long you've been here how short you've been here that's irrelevant those magicians realized they don't have the answer and they backed off and let Joseph take the answer and they put Joseph right up there next in the line of Pharaoh <laughs> and nobody's with it just let, him, let it be hallelujah and Joseph said boys let's go you know, here's he's a Hebrew guys tell all these guys what to do and they listen because he got the answer amen the, the bucket says he's right before twice he's right, right. this time again Listen to him. Church, when the years rolled on and the famine came, you know who showed up? Jacob Brothers. Oh, by this time, Jacob was bilingual like could speak Egyptian and Hebrew. Being in prison that long, i sure he could. That many years? Sure he should. And now, he said, isn't that Reuben? Isn't that Issachar? Isn't that Levi? and by fair apostle law, when you hear the name Joseph bow <laughs> every knee what <up>, bow don't get up till they get up and he's like me except in the throne and you do what he says or you have cut off Ooh, such power hey God can bring people to the church and give them more power than you have you more miracles than sound one, than you don't have. I was thinking about Brother Carter. You had two folks raised from the dead. Well, don't bother me. I'm his bishop. Don't bother me one bit. I read Joshua. I said, Man, tell everybody. Put it in the paper. Put it out there. Don't you keep it to yourself. I dare you. Does that threaten me? No. No. God is one of our miracles. I bury my daddy, he raised up his. You heard hurt me? I better remind daddy, he peace? I mean, come and talk about it. I have got anything that come and talk about it. All of them sitting there is still a sod. Hello? God is bringing in people more powerful than you and me. Back off! Therefore, your survival! Bow to the talents! Give way to it! Don't flip out! It's ending while those brothers sold, sold him. And look what they lost out on. He should have been in Canaan doing the job. But they didn't want him. Didn't want him. the church said, We'll take him. The world will take what we don't want. Anthony's church throughout the world will take. No question asked. And the Bible says, All of a sudden, he said, "You boys are spies. Make a long story short. Time is leaving me. He he, he played a game on them. Now he's playing a game on them now, because they're bowing to him. I don't even know it. They're bowing to him. Hey Amen. He he's now the boss. He's in the chair, and they look, they're bowing to him. Ooh, yes, sir. No, sir. He, that's just shows you're talking to. They don't know that. It look, looks so different. Like an Egyptian, right? Like Pharaoh. And then." They come to buy groceries. It's like me going to Walmart, spend $700 on groceries and stuff. And when I decided to go out, Mr. Walmart showed up, saw me through the window, whispered to the cashier, put the money he just gave you back into his sack. But he doesn't know it. And when he's going out, hello, send that guy out the door to go check upon him. <laughs> and said, you are a spy or a thief. Which one are you? Joseph brothers said, who put the money in the sack? That's my question. When you are going to prosper and buy things, when people are are dying and begging and foreclosing, they're going to ask you, where did the money come from? I'm going to tell you what some people said about me one time when I first came here. He must be selling drugs to buy that church. The also said that. They said, I'm selling dope. Never sold dope in my life and never smoked that stuff. I ain't get involved with it. But you see, the devil don't realize you God is a waymaker. You God can take a cruise of oil and give you barrels of oil. Your God can take loaves of bread and get a 12 baskets full. Come on, somebody. We got a generous God here who want to take care of your everyday need. Your God is a supplier of all our what? Come on, shout hallelujah. And so God says, get it. And the question I want to ask is, who's going to put the money in your sack? In hard times, well, I want to tell you, church. God sent me the message for you this morning. In the time of famine, I'm going to put your money back in your bag. And when they ask you what have you got, you can say, "I've got treasures in my sack." Of the Lord. <laughs> Here's a boy trying to teach his brother some situation. Here, they're bound for him, and they felt guilty. Has God blessed you till you felt guilty? You know you don't deserve it. Why has He been so kind to me? Do we have a Mephibosheth around here? Somebody dropped you on the highway and crippled you up, and now God brought you up. And set you down the table of blessing, and you wonder why would you want a dead dog like me? God said "You're not dead dog. You're a prince kid. Hallelujah!" And he said "Why me, oh Lord? What have I done to deserve God's great son?" I'll never be to finish this. I'm just my notes yet. You're forgotten by your family as dead. <laughs> Yet God sends somebody ahead of you to set you up that he had provision when the famine arrives. Praise God. God gave Joseph a favor in his job that he found favor with God and man. Think about it. How many of you feel like on your job God gave you a favor with God and man? The cutbacks are taking place and it misses you. You're not cut back foreclosures happening you still got your house you still got your your, your wages you still got your mind and your health do you think God be generous to you come on now church. people are crying and dying you're alive and laughing you're blessed above your relatives God kept you in a financial prison God revealed secrets to you that makes you employable God promoted you and put treasures in your sack and give you more than you deserve from God who put that money in your bag it's God come on somebody it's God that blesses me more than I deserve valley of bones and yet I'm surviving what is happening here just prophesy as God so what Come command. Let's worship God. Let me hurry on to you. I'm not finished but I'm going to try to hurry up for you right now. Would you close your eyes right now and say, God you put that money in my bag and that bag has no holes. And when I come on from the workplace my wages is sufficient. I don't feel inefficient, God. God, my cup runneth over. God, you lord me with benefits. You've given me good measure. Pressed down, shaken down, running over. God, ever since you have brought me through my storm, all I have was you pouring out the windows of the blessing upon me. And I must confess, God, I never dreamed of the day when all my needs would be supplied. And I can see, Lord, you've healed me like your word said. Lord, you have spread a table for me in the presence of all my enemies and my naysayers. God, you've given me more than superabundance. And Lord, above all that, you said, I want you to have room to contain what you have coming after me. Lord, you've given to me liberally. Lord, you've exceeded what I've asked for. Lord, everything I did, you prosper it. Lord, you have not withheld any good thing from me. And my daily bread has always been there. My cup is over. Lord, and you tell me in the word that it's not all that there is. You tell me, God, we're going to be equal one day with the angels. Will you stand? I'm going to have rise to the tree of life. <laughs> Lord! And when it's all over, I'm going to enter down in the joy of the Lord and enjoy the treasures that I have up in heaven. The abundance of God's generosity in this church. Youth, I spoke to you on Friday night. If I was your mom and dad, I'd have bought that tape and take a challenge on you. I said, son, I want you to play the tape three or four times listening to the tape when you're in your room all by yourself. I want you to listen to everything the pastor says. Joseph was sold as a youth. But God was with him. And the pressure of his brethren and the pressure of Egyptian women and the world didn't touch him. And God blessed him and they all had to bow before him. His father and mother bowed. They said they wouldn't. They did bow. Joseph ended up with a birthright which belongs to Reuben. I want to tell you this privilege in this church. God wants to give you his throne, his crown, his wedding gown, his kingdom, his name, his spirit, his mansion. You see, church, God shows you things different. And said, so when money failed in Egypt and people, markets fell through, and they were selling themselves for bread and butter, Joseph had an abundant supply. God always showed Israel things differently than the way Egyptians see it the Egyptians all they saw was darkness but to Israel was light who is God talking to right now the money in your pocket came from God that money in your sack in your bank came from God that job promotion you have came from God your survival came from God you were promoted because God was planning for your arrival on that job you were positioned for revival. God has blessed you above measure. I'm talking to somebody. God's generosity is so overwhelming that even your family have it. and your brothers, they're bow to your economy because your economy is so secure. Who is God talking to right now? I've never been to a store where after I shopped, to my satisfaction. They put back all the money I gave back in my sack. Plus that. And to make matters even more exciting. He says, Boys, you plan to hurt me, but God sent me alive ahead of you to prepare you. How do you know this church was not placed here for times like this? How do you know God didn't put this church... In this position. And move you far away from your country. And your relatives and your friends. For a moment like these. That you would survive when others are starving back home. Dying. Perishing. Here you are in a land of plenty. How do you know that God. Didn't send this church ahead of you. To guarantee your survival. Joseph said put the money back in their sack God sent me ahead for your survival God promoted me to the throne you expect your arrival and God's positioned me for your revival no drought going to affect you take these wagons load it up as much as they can carry how many of you feel right now God bless you more than you can carry more than your coverage can hold God bless you, more than you can carry, more than you can hold. He said, give them as much as they can carry. In other words, if they can't carry it, they can't take it. But if they can, load them up and the wagons are coming. How about you wives and husbands who thought your case was dead for your partner or your kids? And when you saw the wagon coming, your faith renewed, your dream came back to you. (laughs) It's not all dead. Joseph is alive. Who's God talking to right now? Somebody here. I feel God has put back in your presence what you thought you given to Him. Anybody here this morning? The generosity of God. <laughs> heaven is coming but it won't affect you God protects me who's grateful this morning they bow to Joseph don't you not this thing my friend you have to bow to it one day you have to bow to the oneness of God baptism in Jesus Christ's name infinite of the Holy Ghost it's the only plan that can save us mmm He gave me room up above me. Fine fell.